Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hi-ho, true believers, and welcome back to D Plus S Weekly, the show where we're talking about shows exclusive to Disney Plus. I'm one of your hosts, Griffin Tonell, Griffin D-Pad, and with me, as always, is the fantastic, the wonderful, the marvelous Mr. Miss George. How's it going? I mean, at first it was fun, then scary, then fun again, then spooky, but in a fun way. Uh, is that the quote you're bringing up? 100%. It's such a good line. <laughs> we're talking about She-Hulk. <laughs> attorney at law we're talking about marvel folks it's our it's our default state it's fantastic i'm in a marvel studios sweatshirt right now i just have to call it out they killed it with the marvel studios pride sweatshirt this year it's so good it's so comfortable mitch i love this thing so much another opportunity disney if you are listening you shut down your physical retail locations in canada and international shipping is 50 dollars. sort that out please thank you <laughs> No, seriously, though, like, uh, today's, like, the first day in, like, a few months that I've been able to wear hoodies again, and I'm so happy. dollars Griffin. I was going to make a joke on this during our high school musical recording, but seriously, I'm back to hoodie mode. It's fantastic. I'm back to my normal state. Mitch is still angry about international shipping and will continue to be as long as he lives in Canada, because I hate to bring it to you, man. It's not just Disney. Ever- Disney's the world, like... N- I've ordered. I've I've ordered from other companies in the U.S. where sh- international shipping is like ten dollars, fifteen, twenty dollars, even twenty dollars. I can stomach fifty U.S. dollary dues. What the actual fuck? I gotta look into like drop shipping or something like that that would bring that cost down. Because honestly, this is ridiculous. Yeah, or or hear me out. I just start making regular trips up there. And you ship things Again, to me. It's probably less expensive for you to ship it to me than it is for Disney, which is just insane to me. It's probably less expensive for me to get it and fly it, fly to you and give it to you. Let's be honest. At least with how much of the stuff that great stuff that is on Shop Disney. Anyways, though, we are talking about She-Hulk. So before we get into the show, full spoilers for the show, for the episode, for the MCU as a whole, because we got a lot of talk, lot to talk about this week. This week's episode, Is This Not Real Magic, centering around the magician at Mystic Castle, Donnie Blaze. Mystic Castle, in quotes, because, you know, not mystic, not a castle. Freaking Wong. I was, part of me was expecting to see him again, part of me wasn't. I wasn't really sure what the state of this character was going to be in the rest of this show. But seeing him come back was always great. And immediately with the lighter of, you look happy. Oh, did you see that Wong's back? This this episode does an, a great job of being a good mid-season episode of continuing to reinforce the tropes we've seen from previous episodes. The fourth wall breaking, the law law comedy show elements, the cameos. We finally got an action scene, which I thought was a lot of fun, especially the way that they built that layer, the layers of comedy into that and how it affected the events prior to and the events immediately after and, you know, the, the snoo-snoo that it ensued. It ton of fun had a great time with this episode having a great time with this show in general it may be my favorite mcu show on disney plus by the end of it i think right now miss marvel still edges it out just a little bit i really enjoyed kamala's story in that show but this is getting damn close and i wouldn't have expected that um a year ago when we were getting loki and hawkeye and all these other fantastic shows 
on that their Disney Plus streaming service. Yeah, I think Hawkeye is still my favorite, but that's just because it's Hawkeye and I have a very special attachment to Kate Bishop as a character. Now, this this show is so good. It's laugh out loud funny. It is such a perfect show for what it wants to be. It's so good at that. I think that's why people I think that's why like there's so much conversation around it aside from the douchebags on Twitter um is it is a sitcom and it's so so good at being a goofy fun lawyer show that just happens to be in the MCU 100%. And we got like we got one of the best meta jokes so far of the season at the very end of this episode. Of like that's a downer way to end the episode. I hope the tag is something funny. That was so good, and I'm I'm glad that we're finding out a little bit more about what the rest of this show is going to entail. I feel like this next case with Titania is something that could span a couple of episodes, and maybe this is where we get the introduction of a certain lawyer representing Miss Walters. Uh, oh yeah, I, I totally think Daredevil's showing up next week. I hope so. I. I Honestly, I hope so, but I also don't really care when it happens because it's going to happen. I'm going to be very excited. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I feel like people are... I'm so excited for... Let's. We'll talk about the actual episode here in a second. I'm so excited for us to see the goofy side of Daredevil because that is one of the best sides of Daredevil and you really get to see it a lot when he teams up with people like Spider-Man because it's absolutely yeah. hilarious and wonderful and it's so much of that character is... Just being dumb and recognizing that he is a man dressed up in a devil costume, saving people. He recognizes how dumb everything is, and he plays it up and has a good time with it. I really hope we get to see that. I fully expect that after what we got this week with Wong and She-Hulk, I think this did a really good job of laying the foundation for what a goofy superhero team-up can look like. Because if you had asked me 10 years ago when I'm watching Thor... That, oh yeah, you know, in in 10 years time, you're going to have She-Hulk teaming up with another sorcerer that hangs out with Doctor Strange, fighting a bunch of demon bat dog things. I would have called you crazy. But here we are. Yeah, this gives me hope for, this team in particular gives me hope for stuff like Spider-Man and uh, especially Miss Marvel in the future. Uh, Those are characters where their team-ups are inherently goofy because of how young those characters are versus how old the rest of the characters are. So I'm really hoping we get more of these goofy, fun team-ups, because this is comic books. This is fun action comic books, and let's have fun with that. Um, Let's talk about the actual content of the episode, though. Um, What do you think of the whole Donnie Blaze thing of he was uh, expelled from Cambridge for bringing in kegs and his college roommates? Again... This show is so funny that something as ridiculous as that totally makes sense within the realm of superpower lawyer show, right? And it's just, it's so absurd that it works. And there's all these great moments of levity, both with things like that and um, the whole dating thing. And there's a lot of serious things that come up as part of this too. Like they, they use comedy as a way of presenting how difficult it can be to date as a woman, how difficult it can be to date in your thirties, how you can struggle with having like how she is struggling with these two different identities and, and what it means to the world to be Jennifer Walters versus what it means to be She-Hulk. And even just, you know, like there's, there's layers to it. It's like an onion and not just because they're, 
you know, parallels here to the film Shrek, but there's parallels here to the film Shrek, which is kind of weird. I'm sorry, are you referencing about- Shrek right now on a Disney podcast? 100%. 100%. Uh, no, but even even things like there's a there's a, a single line in there from Nikki when they're at the bar of just like, dating as a heterosexual is so hard or so weird. And she's like, okay, I'm glad that this character is being open about their sexuality in, in this scenario. But this comes back to the point you made in our most recent high school musical recording of that's great. She's, she's queer. What does it mean? Well, like, like be more blunt about it. Don't just have it be a single line in the episode, like have it be something that is explored and something that they, maybe they double date or something like you never know. And it's just, mm-hmm. there's so they, they could go that extra mile. They don't hear, but I hope that over time they will. Um, Cause there's a lot of really interesting stuff here that, is delved into deeper in this episode, especially that first date she goes on with that moron from New York who lived there for 18 months. Right. As well as the creepy guy at the bar offering them drinks who is credited on IMDb as married guy. Oh uh, yeah. That about tracks. That is. That yikes. About tracks That's me. a yikes for me. That's a yikes. I think, it, I think they uh, did show his wedding ring in that. Shot, I'm assuming so. that's where that's coming from, but yeah, yeah real, uh, real piece big. of work. That was a moment. Even the guy that she ends up liking, at, like, and they they go on that date, they have a really good time, even though it's interrupted by a demon fight, and they sleep together. The doctor, the pediatric oncologist, which is, you know, awesome. Same sort of thing. Wake up in the morning. Oh, you're not what I expected. I'm out. Like, it's yeah, just, that was it's all, so awful. That was a hard moment to watch. That yeah. really is, like, one of the things we've talked about over the last few weeks is like one of the storylines here is very much going to be Jen coming to terms with she is uh, she Hulk is as much her as normal her is it, this felt like that moment that is kind of pushing it back away of ooh I'm not sure how I feel about that and like that's always super important for these storylines it does not make it easier to watch it is always such a no. hard moment that speed dating scene where it starts with David Atunga with being like, oh yeah, what are you deadlift? Oh, I can deadlift this and I don't have superpowers and being a jerk to the super fan who makes the joke that she's incredible and then they make the joke, oh yeah, that's funny, you know, because my cousin, you know, and they're they're leaning into the fact that in-universe at some point he's been called the Incredible Hulk, which I think is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. That reminds incredible. me. We've, I swear we've seen that guy somewhere before in, in the MCU. Because maybe he looks really familiar of. he like, plays guy number three on an episode of doom patrol i don't know he just looked really familiar maybe it's because i recognized him from something else but maybe but his imdb is very short so i don't, I don't know, think I you sworn, do i could have sworn i had seen him in like this situation like the uh do a backflip guy in spider-man showing up in chung chi maybe but at least in terms of IMDb credits, there's nothing MCU other than She-Hulk. Yeah, okay. I'm going to look at this guy's IMDb and figure this out. This is really bugging me. So <laughs> while I look at that, um, uh, looking at what there is happening, talk about Wongers. Talk about how the Wongers watching the Supreme. Oh, my God. The Wongers, Madison thing. Madison with two N's and a Y, but not where you think. That whole relationship is so absurd. And has it leads to some of the funniest moments in this episode. Once she just gets dropped into Comertage holding a heart. And the fact she came from a demon dimension, probably not human. 
This is probably the closest we've gotten to Mephisto since WandaVision, and it's not even close. There's, oh my God, it's the spoilers of The Sopranos, which is unfortunate for anyone who hasn't watched The Sopranos like me, but also I'm never going to remember that if I ever choose to watch The Sopranos. That show ended 15 years ago. You can't be upset about it at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I find it funny that people are getting so upset about that. Like, guys, your chance to watch this show has long come and passed. Look, we're here spoilering, spoilering. spoilering. I, I don't word good. Spoiling the fourth episode of She-Hulk that came out this morning as of recording. And, you know, internet warriors are out there review bombing this episode because oh, it spoiled the show from 10 years ago I didn't watch. Too bad. Yeah, it I would is, be mad uh, if someone spoiled the entirety of the Metal Gear Solid plot for me. One, because it doesn't make sense, and two, I'm never going to play them. So, if at this point you haven't watched The Sopranos, you, it is what it is. Yeah, it was it was funny to me. I was also just shocking to see HBO Max show up in a Disney Plus show. Yeah, that was a crossover I did not expect, nor <laughs> like, did I have on my Disney Plus bingo card. They had the whole like UI and ev- the pause UI and everything. It was great. They totally knew. I wonder what if they would get permission to use that. Uh, probably. I'm actually kind of curious what the um, what the agreements and stuff would have to be for that. I'm sure it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe they'll get. Maybe Disney's getting sued at the end of this, the same way that Jennifer gets sued or gets served with notice that she's infringing on Titania's trademark of She-Hulk by Titania. Dude, I love that this is the plot line we're getting. Like, first off, that There's... is the most petty thing to do, and I love it. Is register a trademark. Mm-hmm. But second off, some of my favorite um, storylines in comic books have come from that kind of storyline. Like, there's been so many Spider-Man um, episode sh- shows, comics, whatever that are like, oh, they're filming a mo- they're filming a uh, a movie about Spider-Man, and he can't do anything because he doesn't have the rights. And it's always funny. Without fail, it's... Oh, fair. my God. If if we get some sort of fourth wall-breaking joke about rights and how it's annoying when multiple things own the same name to different things, referencing the Spider-Man-Sony situation or something of that ilk, that would be just chef's kiss. Oh, yeah. It is... I am so excited. It, we are going to have a good time next week, for sure. But also, I love that we're kind of setting up... We're going back to uh, Titania. Like, this is a character yep. that I really liked. And it's going to be awesome. It it totally makes sense, given how vocal and prominent Jamila uh, Jamil Jamil has been in the marketing of this, in the marketing of the show prior to press and all of that. I think she has like second billing on the end credits. So it, it makes a lot of sense that this character is going to play a pretty prominent role in the rest of the show. And like I was worried after last week's episode of, OK, the thing with Abomination is wrapped up. Where are we going? This episode tells us we're heading into court with Titania and it's going to be a fun time. I still stand that Titania is going to be the main antagonist of this series. Like I think in the next five weeks, Titania is going to be the main antagonist. I don't think it's going to be that leader theory. No, I don't either. I do want to see what happened. Like I want some resolution to what the wrecking crew was up to last week. At the same time, what if the wrecking crew is what brought Daredevil to LA and not Jen? I could see it. Uh, I think um, I, I why I think he's going to show up there is Spider-Man No Way Home. 
is he is now officially known as the guy who defended Spider-Man. Is he? I don't know how that works with the brain erasing thing. Look, with how he was, that is a very public process. It was, but with the whole no one remembers that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, I guess then his, his... Yeah, it would make sense, or it would lend credence to the fact that in MCU he was defending Spider-Man from something. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what that would be, because the whole thing was he was defending Peter Parker for the actions that Spider-Man had committed. So I guess just defending Spider-Man for the actions that he committed. So he's the New York equivalent... The New York equivalent of a superhero lawyer? I don't know. Spider-Man got sued. Like to say that the damage control came after just Spider-Man for killing Mysterio. Never Peter, just Spider-Man. Yeah, and he still represented him. Yeah. Like, like, don't get me wrong. The whole mind-wiping thing with Spider-Man is going to be forever confusing for the ramifications of the entire MCU. But it's so easy to work around. It is, and I hope... I, I pray to God that She-Hulk breaks the fourth wall and references the Spider-Man-Sony situation because that would just be the best. It would have me on the floor. I'd have to pause the episode to laugh at something like that. And if my dumb brain can think of this while we're watching this show back week to week, this show seems to always get ahead of where it's going, especially that comment on the top of, oh yeah, Wong's great. He's like Twitter armor for this week. <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I could definitely see them thinking the three or four episodes ahead where my brain is getting here in episode four and they've definitely already planned this into the rest of the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, the, you know, show's already completely finished. It's been finished exactly. for months. So they, they, they've already got a plan here and we're just along for the ride. Um, what a ride it's been. Yeah. Everything about this show is great. I want to give a, a special shout out to... Um, the dude that owned Mystic Castle just randomly being a hype man for Donnie Blaze and like the lawyer Which is also totally being called a magician. Out. Is everyone a magician? Oh my god, just so so many fun moments in this episode. You don't like you I wouldn't have expected when I started this episode and it opened on a magic show that it would be one of my favorite pieces of MCU content. But here we are, just absolutely raving about this stupid premise of disgraced magician uses sling ring invokes chaos i mean dude this is the most comic books of the mcu has been and i love that like it is just ridiculous fun story and that's that's all we i've ever needed out of the mcu and i hope we continue that because it's such a wonderful vibe for the for these shows for this universe and also like it's very much appreciated especially when you know we have a very heavy topic of as always with with um phase four but the levity is much needed after the last few i mean i need a break i watched these i mean it is disney plus day today one kind of disappointed we didn't get a whole bunch of announcements like last year but it is what it is but they did drop thor love and thunder as well as the assembled making of documentary of thor love and thunder and i can't wait to watch that movie again because i only saw it once in theaters but it it dealt with some heavy shit so it's nice to you know, have a show that is still dealing with some heavy, like, I almost look at Thor Love and Thunder in this in a similar vein to She-Hulk of both had topics to tackle that are much larger than this very, you know, jovial comedic rap that they've put on this property. But it, it's something that needs to be explored. And the idea of, you know, 
hypermasculinity in the 21st century and how that affects dating and life and just women in general. Uh, it, it, it very much harkens back to what Thor covered with the idea of dealing with cancer and the prominence of death and like the inevitability of death and, and what that means and what it means to be a hero and wrapped all that with, you know, silly screaming goats. And this does it with fourth wall breaking comedic moments that absolutely have me rolling on the floor every single Thursday evening ish. My time once wife and I can settle down after dinner and uh, give her an old watchy. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. I would kind yeah, of see where you're going with that one. Uh, I'm just rambling Thor, at this point. Cause it's late. I'm tired. And I really like this episode. Speaking of Thor for just a quick second. Have you seen any of the deleted scenes that have been popping up because of the no news? dude, some of these no. deleted scenes, like, it was a whole different movie. It was an entirely different storyline with Zeus and stuff. And That's one thing that I meant. Like, this is going to be a tangent. And I don't know if we want to get into this here or save it for another episode. But yeah. I, the only thing I would buy on physical media for the longest time were MCU movies. I, would own, I own every Blu-ray of every MCU movie up to Black Widow. And then after that, I'm just like kind of forgotten that I need to buy them because they pop up on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but things like totally that, things like the extra features, the deleted scenes, the gag reel, all of these fun things you get on that media, you don't get on Disney Plus, which I wish we did. You still get them on Disney Plus. So They're either do that or I got to start buying the Blu-rays again. Now nah, you do get them. You actually do get that stuff. Do you? You get some of it at least. Like they have the extras and like Thor just has the trailer right now, but I'm sure the was... deleted scenes and stuff will come from that. I think... Um... Endgame I wish they made a bigger deal of when those things happen because for ex for example like I've seen Shang-Chi a dozen times. Holy crap, a bunch of the the extras are on Disney Plus now, but they weren't there when the movie first came out. As far as I know, I wish they did more of this and let us know when they update these things because if I look at uh I guess the last would have been Doctor Strange. Holy heck, skis. Look at all this stuff. I haven't seen any of these. What the heck? I've blown his mind, folks. I did the thing that I try to do every week. I've succeeded. It's been fantastic. What I what? Okay, what I'm expecting here is because the things launch on or they drop on Disney Plus before the physical media release. Maybe they put it up when the physical media comes out. I don't Probably. know. But let me know you've updated. I want to know these extras are here. Just put a little icon on it saying now extras or something. I want to know. Tell me, Disney, no, with give me, give me all the things. Don't make me need to go back, you know, a year later and realize I've missed all this wonderful Shang-Chi content. Bring back Disney fast play, but on Disney plus for extras. That was Disney fast play. <laughs> you clearly did not grow up at the same time as me. You know, Disney fast play was a, uh, it was all like the trailers and stuff that would play when you put in the DVD before. The oh my movie. God. So I just, I clicked the first link that came up on Google and this is a page from the early two thousands or the late nineties. One or the other. Yeah, oh the answer God. is yes. <laughs> Your movie will begin in a moment. See, I had a whole bunch of movies on DVD, like a bunch of Disney stuff, but I don't remember this. Yeah, but also the majority of my uh, Disney movies were owned on VHS. Do you know what a VHS is, Griffin? Yes, I had, I had VHS. Bullshit. Come on, that's how I watched VeggieTales when I was a kid. See, for me, it was Sesame Street. But yeah, the Disney Fast Play was like, um, this, DVD, this DVD is enhanced with Disney's Fast Play. Your movie and selection of bonus features will begin automatically. 
to bypass last place something 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 or other. I still remember most of that, and I'm still super proud of that because it was on like every single Disney DVD for a while until like Blu-ray existed. Like it was seriously that long. This website is blowing my mind. I'm just gonna link you to this because the fact that this still exists on the Disney.go.com domain blows my mind. That is fantastic and wonderful. But we've officially this gone. This is a kind of 90s way. website through and through. Okay, I you actually it. brought sent me this link, so I'm going to look at this and then I'm going to wrap up the show. I promise, folks, we will oh, get yeah. out of here. Oh my God, nope. this is. It's got right? the Three Musketeers. Okay, we need to do an episode on the, the press releases from 2004. Can we do an episode on the Three Musketeers? Because I love that movie. I don't know if I've ever seen it, so yes. It's literally just the Three Musketeers, but it's Mickey Donald and Goofy. I mean. Mm-hmm. All right, future episode coming up. But yeah, we are going also to wrap Pinocchio up. at some point, maybe. Pinocchio at some point, maybe Cars on the Road. There's a lot to talk about because Disney Plus Day was today. But you know what's in this weekend, Mitch? D23. D23. If people want to keep going to be super obnoxious on Twitter, what are our handles? At D Plus Us is where I will be posting a bunch of stuff because Griffin is working and he will just live vicariously through me as I post those things. Uh, when Griffin has specific reactions to it, it will be at Griffy Deephead. That's G-R-I-F-F-I-D-P-A-D. All of my bad takes will be over at Mr. Mitch George, and links to my socials can be found at MitchGeorge.com. The good takes are exclusively for our, our Twitter. The bad takes are exclusively for yours. 100%. You get all the all the awesome stuff on the D plus us Twitter, and then you get me replying to myself with dumb jokes and stuff and a lot of gifts. Oh, yeah. A lot of gifts. Well, we have another situation, like, me being like, yay, Matt Murdock, yay, Matt Murdock. Who knows? What could it be, though? You'll have to tune know. in this weekend to find out. Could literally be anything at this point. Now, nah. you keep an eye out for us there. That is the best place to keep up with us. Keep up with what's happening on the show. What it'll be. No, calling it now. What it'll be. Young Avengers, you're going to be annoying about Kate Bishop all weekend. Oh, hell yes. I'm so excited now. <laughs> I love being annoying about Kate Bishop. Have you seen this character? I don't blame you. She's the definition of annoying people. It's great. I love it. All right. Fantastic. (laughs) We're going to wrap up this episode. There are other things you can find us on, though. We are currently doing another weekly episode about High School Musical, the musical of the series, season three. It is a fantastic show and a fantastic uh, content for us. So please go give that a watch and a listen. We are going to have an episode up in the future all about all this d23 stuff so if you don't want to keep up with us as it's happening you can catch us afterwards chatting about it and having a good time and me being annoying about kate bishop one way or another i will be annoying i will find a way to do it but that is the future folks thank you so so much for listening today and until next time have a magical day excelsior